Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. everyone and welcome back to my podcast. So this week I will be discussing EDC. Now I do know I have talked about EDC before but I kind of wanted to do kind of like a dedicated episode for it because I don't know I just find EDC interesting and insomniac is very interesting and like how everything started. It's pretty crazy and like it's just been around for a long time so I wanted to talk about it. So I'll be focusing on like the history of EDC and EDC throughout the years. I will also be reading my friend's firsthand experience at EDC because as you know, I still have not gone to EDC, maybe one of these days, but yes, I have not been yet. So we'll be reading his like experience. So EDC and Insomniac was founded by Pasquale Rotella. EDC was actually not one of their main events, but it was one of their like side events and Nocturnal Wonderland was actually their main event. And then like they had thrown like, you know, smaller underground raves in the early 90s, but Nocturnal Wonderland was like their main event and then EDC just kind of started as like a side one. Nocturnal Wonderland was started in 1995, which blows my mind because that's when I was born. So Nocturnal Wonderland is literally like 25 years old. Then in 1997, EDC began in a warehouse in LA. And of course, it was produced by Pasquale Rotella. EDC was created with the purpose of utilizing music and art to inspire individuals. So that was kind of like one of their main focuses. EDC was originally only one day. As I said, it was not their main event. Like when Insomniac and EDC first started, it was like a side one. And I couldn't find how much tickets were for like the first one, but for some later EDCs, tickets were only about like 40 to 60 dollars and like at the higher price it was like 100 for like some later ones and that was like crazy for them to be 100 dollars edc began to grow the next few years and in 2001 they decided to bring edc to texas they slowly started to expand edc to other locations and then in 2009 EDC LA became a two-day event. So yes, it originally was only one day up until 2009, which that blew my mind when I found that out. I just always thought it was like a three-day event. Like I knew it was in LA, but I never knew it was only one day. So in the early years of EDC, several Southern California venues played host to the annual Electronic Music Festival. So it was held at the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum and Exposition Center, the NOS Event Center, the Queen Mary Events Park in Long Beach, Lake Dolores Water Park in Barstow, Hanson Dam in Lakeview Terrace, and then the International 
Agri Center in Tulare. I hope I said that right. <laughs> Not sure if I did, but yeah. So EDC kind of moved around in LA. Um, it seems like they definitely had a hard time finding like their home in LA, which I think we all know by now it eventually changes, but I'm getting to that later. I'm getting to that. EDC Los Angeles had an attendance of about 185,000 people. Tickets started at $60 and then like I said some of like the more higher priced ones were like 100 and I that was probably for like resale. EDC drew criticism from local authorities and promoters after people under the required age of 16 gained entrance and more than 100 ravers were hospitalized after a crowd stampede. A 15-year-old attendee died after taking MDMA the city of Los Angeles placed a suspension on all remaining events scheduled for 2010 and for future events, pending the outcome of the new security and safety provisions. So the new provisions included the hiring of on-site doctors and stated attendees must be over 18 years of age. Due to the previous controversy of EDC's former residence in LA, EDC moved to, you guessed it, Las Vegas in 2011. The event was held at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway from June 24th to the 26th. Reportedly, 230,000 people attended the first EDC Las Vegas, and once they moved to Vegas, they ended up making it a three-day event instead of two. From then on, EDC really strived to bring a whole new and different experience to their attendees. Attendees will experience three-dimensional superstructures, colorful glow-in-the-dark environments, and LED-infused flora and fauna. Part of the experience are the interactive art installations scattered throughout EDC. The various carnival performers that walk around the crowds in a variety of both thrilling and relaxing carnival rides. The goal is ultimately for EDC to be a place where people can connect on and off the dance floor. So I got that little snippet from Insomniac's website and I do think that perfectly describes it. Like it really does like, I mean, from what I've seen, it really does like just it takes you and it absorbs you and it's like a whole experience as soon as you step foot in there so that pretty much concludes the timeline for edc it began in 1997 and has been grown ever since you know they obviously had their hiccups in the past and then like in vegas you know they kept having it in june and then people kept dying and then they eventually moved it to may so yeah, that was pretty much the history of EDC. So now I'm actually going to read my friend's firsthand experience that he had at EDC last year. And here we go. EDC is love. Simple as that. My experience opened my mind and heart to a culture with so much positivity it's infectious. Who knew music could bring thousands of partygoers into one venue and somehow feel united as a whole? 
I didn't start going to my first rave event until 2017 when I saw Seven Lions during his Horizon tour. And once I found a group of friends from work that invited me into their rave fam, I couldn't pass that up. Being at EDC almost makes you forget that you're in Las Vegas, but transported to the adult Disney world of raves. The rides and attractions and the costumes, elaborate totems, and the flags of countries represented from all over the world made it feel welcoming to all. What stood out to me while at EDC were the thousands of totems and the groups that had had extravagant outfits. I didn't even know the purpose of the totems until the crowds of people got thicker, so it was necessary to have a unique totem to distinguish your group among the thousands. I'm all for creativity and showing off style. So the fashion of EDC felt like Halloween overload. Aside from all the visual aesthetics, sound quality wise, you could literally feel the heavy bass vibrate your entire body from head to toe. I also didn't think I would fall in love with dubstep as much as I did before. Having seen Skrillex Excision and Slander, just to name a few, is what solidified what I already had a passion and love for. Their sets had everyone on the rail, headbanging or creating a massive mosh pit where I found myself engaging in as it was a huge rush of adrenaline. Overall, I would highly recommend attending EDC once things are safe and we're able to rave together again. I'm so fortunate and lucky to have gone in 2019. Even if it was just that one time, the feelings and emotions that I, I went through during those three days was nothing I've ever felt before. EDC is home. So that was my friend's little write-up about EDC. EDC sounds so amazing and so magical, and it's definitely, it's on my list, obviously. It's on every raver's list. I just never have gone around to going. It's, it's expensive. It's not EDC itself that's expensive. It's Vegas that's expensive. Like all the hotels, ugh, that's, yeah. You definitely have to plan for it. You can't just like go on a whim. Well, I'm sure people do, but still. I don't know. I like to plan things out. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was kind of like my little audio essay about EDC. I hope you enjoyed it. I will be doing like the history of different music festivals in the coming weeks. I think the business side of them and everything is really interesting. I didn't really get into the business side of this. Um, Insomniac is pretty quiet about all the nitty gritty details. But maybe some of the other ones I look into will probably have more. I don't know. Maybe they'll have more information. But yeah. So I'm going to be doing this for a couple weeks. Um, I won't be covering the drive-in next week because it got postponed again until the 26th of September. So that will come at a later date. And hopefully it doesn't get postponed again. But who knows? California is on fire yeah <laughs> and oh yeah if you have a specific festival you want me to talk about let me know i'm always looking for suggestions tweet at me at dj soups follow me on instagram at dj underscore soups and i will talk to you guys next week DJ
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.